welcome to episode three of Feeling Naughty. I'm your host, Lavender Bye, and you're going to have to grab yourself a snorkel because we are about to get deep. We're only three episodes in, but honestly, fuck it. We're just going to go straight into the culty conspiracy theory bullshit. You guessed it. We are talking about the Tomcat marriage, Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes, Scientology, all that jazz. Before we get started, I'm just going to chuck a huge disclaimer so Scientologists don't murder me in my sleep. I just want to say that Scientology is definitely not a cult. Nothing at all shady is happening there. It's definitely a very real and serious religion. All hail L. Ron Hubbard. If David Miscavige is listening to this, please don't come for me. For real though, everything we're talking about moving forward is purely for entertainment and tea spilling purposes. Nothing should be taken as any sort of serious allegation against Tom or Katie or the Church of Scientology. Yes, I still haven't contacted a real lawyer, so we're again rolling with my bullshit legal disclaimer here. If you are a lawyer, please slide into my DMs and teach me how to properly put a disclaimer here so I don't get sued or murdered by the Church of Scientology. Thank you. Uh, Scientology is one of the few things in this world that I really, really am obsessed with. I live around the corner from a Scientology headquarters here in Australia, and trust me, I have thought about going in there and asking some questions every day since I moved in. Much like early 2000s pop culture, the conspiracy theories surrounding the Church of Scientology literally live rent-free in my mind every single day. My cooked little brain is filled with what-ifs and different Scientology theories. Ugh, I can't stop thinking about it. Anyway, let's get into it. So countless celebrities, including John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, weirdly, pretty much everyone in that 70s show is a Scientologist. I don't know what the connection is there, but like Laura Prepon, Danny Masterson, I'm pretty sure Topher Grace, but I could be wrong. I think he had a phase, but definitely Laura Prepon and Danny Masterson, uh, Beck, Elizabeth Moss, Juliette Lewis, and that's not even including all of the former members or celebrities who like tested the water a little bit before ultimately deciding to get the hell out of there. Uh, We've got Leah Remini, Brad Pitt, Nicole Kidman, Jason Lee from My Name is Earl, Jerry Seinfeld, and even Will fucking Smith. I don't know what it is, but they all just thought they would try it out, I guess. But when you think of Scientology, there are two names that come to mind. Tom Cruise and, by association, poor fucking Katie Holmes. Uh, So Tom Cruise, he's the church's poster boy. He's best mates with old mate David Miscavige, who is also just a really fucked up dude. And basically, in my personal opinion, Tom Cruise just exudes some weird... Juju. I don't like it. Stop existing near me. Please, I can't handle it. Ah. Oh, and he's also the guy from Top Gun. But as a child of the late 90s who doesn't know jack shit about Top Gun or anything other than the fact that they wear aviator sunnies and I think they fly planes, my most prominent memory of Tom Cruise was his marriage to Katie Holmes. I have vivid memories of the time that he jumped on a couch on Oprah and yelled about how much he loves her. I mean, it's basically every girl's fantasy until, you know, you get married and you have to join a weird cult that makes you sign a billion-year contract, and you basically just have to sell your soul to the ghost of some former science fiction writer who decided to start a religion. Very normal, very regular, 
not at all weird things. The Tomcat relationship was an iconic 2000s moment in itself, but the part of it that really, really tickles my fancy is the rumours that Scientology actually arranged the marriage for Tom and that Katie was, allegedly, just one of countless women who were interviewed for the role of Tom Cruise's wife. According to Us Weekly, uh, Jessica Alba, Scarlett Johansson and Lindsay Lohan were all on the shortlist. However, Jessica Alba's rep denied the claim, while Scarlett Johansson and Lindsay Lohan did not comment. I'm going to take this with a huge grain of salt because it was in the 2007 issue of Us Weekly, but stranger things have happened. Before I started this episode, I hadn't actually done a hell of a lot of research into these claims. I knew they existed, but I didn't know any of the validity, but whew, they did live rent-free in my brain. So without further ado, let's take a deep dive into what the actual fuck happened between Tom and Kaylee, and exactly how much of a say Scientology had in the whole ordeal. So the Tom and Katie story actually begins in 2001, when Tom and Aussie sweetheart Nicole Kidman got divorced. Prior to this, she was in the church, presumably because she was married to Tom, but basically, as soon as they got divorced, she yeeted the fuck out of there and gave us that iconic photo of her on her divorce day. Honestly, I don't blame her. You go, Nicole Kidman. You ended up with Keith Urban. Living the dream. The pair also had two adopted kids who are very involved in the church to this day, which is a decision that Nicole somewhat supports or at least respects their ability to make their own decisions. I stupidly didn't write down who she gave this quote to, but she said, they are adults, they are able to make their own decisions. They have made choices to be Scientologists, and as a mother, it's my job to love them. There's also a bunch of rumors that Nicole was deemed a suppressive person when she left the church, which if you haven't watched a bunch of Scientology docos like I have, basically means that anyone who is a Scientologist has to cut ties with you, or they'll be deemed a suppressive person, and then everybody that they know will have to cut ties with them. So that's it on Nicole, but then after his divorce from Nicole, Tom dated Penelope Cruz, which is weird because Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruz, same last name but spelt different. But it's after this split that it all sort of went weird and he reportedly enlisted the help of the church to find him a wife. This is all allegedly, there is no real truth to this, it's all just a bunch of former Scientology members speaking out and saying things, but the church, Tom Cruise, or even the women in allegedly involved haven't ever really confirmed it, so just take it all with a grain of salt. But according to Vanity Fair, church leader David Miscavige's wife, who, just as an aside, is a missing person, and that's a whole different fucked up kettle of fish that I implore you to look into because it is wild. But basically, Shelley was in charge of the project and she asked a number of actresses that were already involved in the church because, you know, every fucking person in Hollywood's a Scientologist to audition for a new training film, a guise in which she used to ask them what they thought of Tom Cruise and whether or not they'd be a good fit. Uh, Miscavige, who hasn't been seen in years and, again, is a missing person, uh, wasn't happy about the job but complied because she wanted to keep her husband happy, which was probably a smart move considering we now haven't seen her in a bunch of years. Before we go any further, I just need to have a quick little 
side note about Scientology. So there's Scientology and then inside Scientology, there's the Sea Org, which is like the really dedicated members of Scientology that pretty much work full time for the church. I assume it's similar to, is it the clergy? I don't know anything about Catholicism, but they're the people that work for the church. So former Sea Org member Valerie Haney told the underground bunker she just thought it was ridiculous. She was just doing what Dave asked her to do, but it absolutely happened. So that's our first tick in the box of Scientology tried to recruit Tom Cruise, a wife. And then we've got Brendan Tighe, 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 who used to work in security for the Church of Scientology and actually worked quite closely, reportedly, with Tom Cruise. He told Megyn Kelly that Scarlett Johansson was among the women who auditioned. However, Scarlett Johansson then called bullshit on this and said, and I quote, The very idea of any person auditioning to be in a relationship is so demeaning. I refuse for anyone to spread the idea that I lack the integrity to choose my own relationships. Only a man, aka Brendan Tighe, would come up with crazy stories like that. So that's a tick in the... Scientology didn't try and recruit Tom Cruise a wife, or at least not Scarlett Johansson box. According to anonymous Scientology sources that spoke to Vanity Fair, dozens of members went through the process before ultimately being deemed unsuitable for the job of Tom Cruise's wife. However, one woman whose mother was already a Scientologist seemed to fit the bill. And this is where we meet 25-year-old Nazanin Boniardi. If you don't know who she is, she's a pretty big actress. She had her main role on General Hospital in 2007, but has also been on How I Met Your Mother, Grey's Anatomy. She was in Bombshell. She was in Iron Man, all sorts of stuff. So if the Vanity Fair sources are to be believed, she was subjected to a heap of really controlling tactics before dating Tom Cruise including but not limited to allegedly writing a 20-page essay on what she wanted and needed in her life and relationships. Ultimately, she won the prize of dating Tom Cruise, which honestly you couldn't fucking pay me to date that man, and the couple were basically inseparable for a couple of months before she also got the fuck out of there. So they definitely did have a brief relationship, but everything to do with her being recruited and all of that is all very much alleged and she hasn't come out and confirmed or denied any of it. And now we get to the Katie Holmes chapter of this. So we fast forward to July of 2004, Katie's at the height of her post Dawson's Creek fame uh, and she told Seventeen Mag that she had a huge crush on Tom Cruise. Holy shit, if I could go back in time, I know everyone says that they would like go back and see the dinosaurs or something like that, but I would go back to J July 2004 shake Katie Holmes and say, for the love of God, say that you're in love with Leo DiCaprio or something, please. Uh, so she said, quote, I used to think I was going to marry Tom Cruise. She said this while being engaged to Chris Klein at the time, who was also a Hollywood actor. But less than a year later in March of 2005, Katie and Chris split after five years together. And just one month after that, yes, one single month, 30 days, Katie and Tom were spotted reportedly hooking up at Teterboro Airport in New Jersey. However, it's worth noting that this comes from an anonymous source on LiveJournal 
So again, take it with a bolder size grain of salt. However, just days after this alleged sighting, they were officially spotted as a couple for the first time in Rome, where Tom Cruise was accepting a, an award. And according to People magazine, they had been dating for a couple of weeks at this time. Obviously, being rich Hollywood celebrities, the sort of date you go on after a few weeks of dating is fucking off to Rome for an award ceremony. So basically, they've just both gotten out of relationships. Uh, Tom had been divorced and then had two super short relationships and now is with Katie Holmes and Katie had just gotten, had just broken up with her fiance. And now we have the Oprah Winfrey episode. I'm saying it like that because I have tried to pronounce her name like seven times and have had to re-record this so many times because I cannot fucking pronounce her name. <sighs> okay, so we're just going to call her Oprah because I refuse to fucking say that again. So it was May 23, 2005. Tom Cruise is in love and he's ready to yell about it and he's scheduled to appear on Oprah. Quote Tom, I'm in love, I'm in love, and it's one of those things where you just want to be cool, like, yeah, I like her, and that's not how I feel. I wanted to meet this person, and I met her, and she's extraordinary. Honestly, looking back in hindsight, I don't see how this wasn't a red flag. Katie has literally only just left her fiancé a month ago, sorry, two months ago, and now this wacko is just jumping on couches and yelling about how much he loves her. Honestly, I hope there were no fucking bulls on the Oprah set because this was a giant red flag if I have ever seen one. Oh my god. If a man does this to you after you have just left your fiancé, run. So if this wasn't already a big red flag, just weeks later on June 13, Katie confirmed that she was becoming a Scientologist at the Batman Begins premiere, a decision in which I'm sure she probably later came to regret. So she said, you know, it's really exciting. I just started auditing and I'm taking some courses and I really like it. I feel like it's really helping. For anyone that doesn't know about Scientology, auditing is where you hold on to these metal cans and they ask you to talk about your thoughts. It's kind of like a lie detector, but basically they just use it to say whatever the fuck they want. So three days after she announced that she was becoming a Scientologist, the couple announced their engagement. And this brings us to yet another red flag on my list of reasons why nobody should have ever fucking married Tom Cruise. So the pair got engaged at the Eiffel Tower, which yes, is romantic, but in my opinion is very, 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 very basic. Honestly, this is the exact energy that I would expect from Tom Cruise. Super predictable, basic. There's no sense of personality to it. I just feel like this didn't have any significance to their relationship and Tom Cruise was just like, fuck yeah, bitches love the Eiffel Tower, marry me. Also, it's worth noting that he didn't get down on one knee, which to me isn't a deal breaker, but in 2005? 2005. In 2005, I imagine would have been a big deal. But I just need to stress how fucking soon this was. It didn't hit me at the time and I was like six years old so I didn't even know how to tie my shoes let alone what is an appropriate amount of time to date before getting engaged. But she was engaged to Chris Klein in March and by June of the same year she has joined a cult and is engaged to the Top Gun dude. What? 
I don't know, like, did anyone else question this at the time? Because if I'm remembering correctly, and it's worth noting that I could be wrong because like I said, I was six years old. But Tom and Katie were like the hottest couple of the time. And I know that it was the early 2000s and everything was chaotic and nobody even questioned the fact that Joel Madden was dating a literal child Hillary Duff at the time. But did we just accept this like it was really normal? Because that, what? I don't get it. But it just gets even weirder because by October 6th of 2005, the couple were pregante with their first child. Let me just stress to you that she was engaged to someone else at the start of this year. And now she's already having Tom Cruise's baby. But yet again, in a move that is very much not surprising to me, Tom Cruise, who already doesn't believe in a bunch of like normal things, like I think it's psychiatry that Scientologists don't believe in. Uh, so Tom Cruise bought his own sonogram machine, despite the fact that the FDA has outlawed the private use of these machines uh, for health reasons, because it's really, really dangerous and potentially harming to both Katie and the baby. But alas, Tom Cruise did it anyway in a cool and normal move. Nothing to see here. Everything is fine. So by the end of 2005, for very obvious reasons, the quote, free Katie movement had gained traction. This is well before Free Britney, but a similar sort of thing, except Katie wasn't under a conservatorship. She was just married to, nearly married to Tom Cruise and stuck in a church that was really fucked up. So there was a whole website dedicated to the cause. It was very 2005. There was a hell of a lot of slander for Tom Cruise. And also they just sold t-shirts, which was kind of cute and weird and a very 2000s vibe. Even Abercrombie and Fitch were stocking shirts that said, and I quote, run Katie run. Couldn't find any information on whether or not Tom Cruise sued the pants off them for this, but I assume he probably could have. And then on April 18, 2006, Suri Cruise burst onto the scene, probably sending the world into a total fucking meltdown. This is one of the things I do remember very vividly, despite being very young. Even Us Weekly had a countdown to when we would see our first photos of Suri Cruz because everybody's just weirdly obsessed with celebrity babies and it still freaks me out, but Suri Cruz was the one I really remember. So, in an iconic move, Suri's first official photos were taken by Annie fucking Leibowitz and dropped in Vanity Fair. And in a huge win for Vanity Fair, they didn't pay a cent for the photos and to date it is still one of their highest selling issues falling closely behind the Jennifer Aniston post-divorce interview. But that's enough about Suri. I don't really care. I'm not going to shit on a child. Let's go back to shitting on her dad. So, Tom and Katie got married on November 18 of 2006 in a, quote, Scientologist ceremony in Italy. If that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. But wait for it. It gets way better. So... The wedding itself almost deserves a full episode, but fuck it, this is just going to be a long episode. So, there's a hell of a lot of shit that went down. For starters, Katie's parents refused to attend the wedding because even they saw that marrying Tom Cruise and becoming a Scientologist is a really, 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 really bad move. So, that's red flag number one. Uh, red flag number two is the fact that they had the, quite possibly the weirdest wedding vows I've ever heard which included, quote, 
Girls need clothes and food, tender happiness and frills, a pan, a comb, a cat. I've heard some pretty weird wedding vows in my life. I once had a school teacher who read her wedding vows in the form of Dr. Zeus books. But even that doesn't take the cake here because Tom Cruise's vows are just really fucking weird. And then we have Leah Remini, perhaps the most famous former Scientologist and King of Queens star, who largely blames the Tomcat wedding as her reason for leaving the church because she reported some strange behavior and then basically everything turned to shit and she left and now she makes documentaries about how it's really, really fucked up. So they get married, it's really weird, whatever. But then if we fast forward to 2007, the tabloids are already reporting trouble in paradise for Tom and Katie, with Us Weekly alleging that Tom was, quote, a control freak among countless other things, and basically Katie's life had turned to shit like we all now know to be true. Obviously, you can't take anything Us Weekly says really too seriously, but this is seemingly confirmed by Tom's former security guy, Brendan Tige, who we spoke about earlier, who claims that the couple were rarely intimate in an interview with Australian gossip magazine, New Idea. But Brendan said, quote, I never saw any level of intimacy. Only when they were going to the gym and the 4th of July fireworks display in 2007, which was also his birthday, and she presented him with a motorbike. You know, who needs to kiss your wife when you can just get her to give you a motorbike? Uh, he also made similar allegations to the Daily Mail, in which he said, Most of the time, Katie looked like a deer in headlights. She was being dragged around all the time and having a hard time keeping up with him. Cruises on the go all the time. Obviously, it's worth noting that he's an ex-Scientology member and he has motivation to want to harm the church and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure that Scientology would deny this, but personally, I'm inclined to believe him. And then when we fast forward once again to January 15, 2008, the infamous and very, very creepy Tom Cruise Scientology video went viral. Uh, this was a video that was only meant to be within the inner workings of the church, but it got leaked on Gawker.com where it was promptly memed to death. I'm going to share this video in the Facebook group, so if you're not already in it, the link is in the episode description because holy shit, you need to see this. It's really, really weird. But in the video, Tom said, when you're a Scientologist and you drive by an accident, you know you have to do something about it because you know you're the only one who can really help. We are the way to happiness. We can bring peace and unite cultures. Eh, are Scientologists the only people that would help? I don't think so, but you do you, Tom Cruise. You do you. So by September of 2008, anti-Scientology protesters are already holding huge free Katie signs lining the streets of New York because things are starting to get bad. People realize that shit's going south. Everybody's worried about Katie. They don't really give a shit about Tom, but they want to get Katie and the baby out of the church. But two years later, in September of 2010, Katie's still speaking really, really highly of Tom and their plans to have more kids, but she also says that she just wants to focus on Suri for a while. Personally, I think that this is her buying time before she leaves because there's all those rumors that when people married Tom Cruise that they had to agree to stay with him for a certain amount of time. Obviously, none of this has been proven, 
But in my head, Katie's probably already deciding to leave at this point, but is trying to work out her exit strategy. At the time, she said, it's an amazing life, but we always remind ourselves of how incredibly lucky we are. And then two years later in 2012, uh, Tom gushed about Katie saying she's an extraordinary person. He said, quote, if you spend five minutes with her, you'd see it. I'm just happy. And I have been since the moment I met her. What we had is very special. It's all well and good and sweet and lovey-dovey, but by June of the same year, so that was in May, and now we fast forward to June, and he arrives on the red carpet for Rock of Ages, which is a great movie, sans Katie Holmes. Naturally, this prompted rumors of a split. Personally, if it was just this, I would have said that maybe they're just doing different things, they've been married for ages, Tom can go to a premiere on his own, he's an adult. However... Days later, Katie Holmes files for divorce. Naturally, it's a total shit show almost instantly with Tom claiming that Katie blindsided him with the divorce and he had no idea it was coming. Katie's attorney at the time said, quote, this is a personal and private matter for Katie and her family. Katie's primary concern remains, as it has always been, her daughter's best interest. And then a rep for Tom Cruise said, Katie has filed for divorce and Tom is deeply saddened and is concentrating on his three children. Please allow them their privacy. At this point, I completely forgot about the other two kids that he had with Nicole Kidman, who I'm pretty sure don't speak to her anymore, but I could be wrong about that. Interestingly, a different former Scientologist with close ties to the family told The Hollywood Reporter that Katie fired Tom's daughter, Bella, again, the daughter he has with Nicole Kidman, from her company weeks before the divorce, allegedly as part of her planned attack against Tom. According to the anonymous source, quote, there was never any trouble between them. Bella called Katie mum. She fired her out of the blue, and once Katie filed for divorce, it all made sense. This was a carefully planned ambush. Katie didn't want Bella working for her anymore because it was Tom's kid. Obviously, it's really, really hard to know the truth with anything Scientology-related because literally anything slightly negative that comes out about the church is instantly denied by the church. However, we've now got yet another former Scientologist, Karen Della Carriere, probably pronouncing that wrong, who was once a really high-ranking Scientology official who claimed that Katie had to be really smart about her exit strategy, which was sort of what I was saying earlier when she was deliberately, in my opinion, holding off having kids so she could get the fuck out of the church. To quote Karen, Katie ambushed Tom Cruise and in doing so outwitted some of the most controlling people on earth. I have no doubt that she's being tailed by them. It's par for the course, but she had to have planned this very carefully, right down to using disposable cell phones and laptops to throw people off her trail. It had to have been a very cloak and dagger operation. Essentially, Katie was trying to avoid being in the situation that Nicole Kidman was in, where she just got fucked around, according to Karen. This was a very bold move. This is quote Karen, by the way. This was a very bold move on Katie's part, but at the same time, she knows these are different times and she has more support. By filing for sole custody of Suri, she's making it very clear that she's not going to let what happened to Nicole Kidman happen to her. Obviously talking about the fact that Nicole's kids stayed in the church, and like I said, I'm fairly certain she doesn't have a hell of a lot to do with them now. Interestingly, just weeks after they first filed for divorce, uh, they reached a custody agreement on July 11th that saw Katie have primary custody 
custody of Suri, with Tom only getting visitation rights. This seems really weird considering Tom Cruise was widely known as a bit of a control freak, so it seems strange that he would very quickly give up custody of his child without any sort of real legal fight. However, Marty Rathbun, who was once one of the church's biggest figures and basically he was Tom's personal order, he was like besties with David Miscavige, really, really high up guy. He asserted that Tom shouldn't fight Katie on anything or it would basically just be a big shit show for the church. So this is what he said on his website at the time. If Tom's smart, he won't fight her on anything, even custody. He should just try to settle his way out of it. She could press this sole custody issue and litigate it and it would be the biggest nightmare in the Church of Scientology's history. It would be a circus they couldn't survive. So basically, Marty Rathbun, who was huge in the church when he was still in the church but has now left, reckons that if Tom fought it, it could literally ruin the church. Honestly, Katie Holmes having that much power, iconic. Following the divorce, there's been heaps of speculation that basically Katie can't say a bad word about the church or they'll try and fight her on custody and pretty much she's been forced into silence to protect her child. This, again, like everything else to do with Scientology, is impossible to confirm or deny, but Leah Remini, who used to be a Scientologist and now makes documentaries against the church, told Us Weekly that Katie isn't even allowed to have lunch with her which basically confirms the theory that maybe Katie Holmes wasn't considered a suppressive person, but if she steps out of line, they'll try and take Suri and she'll be an SP and it'll just all be a huge shit show. So Leah Remini said, I keep wondering why haven't Katie Holmes or Nicole Kidman spoken out? I assume they were forced to sign prohibitive documents. Trust me, Katie's not allowed to even have a meal with me and we used to be close friends. She could lose custody of Suri. It's quite sick, really. So basically, that's where we're at today. The whole situation is this big private shit show. Katie Holmes will probably never actually say anything publicly, at least not until Suri is an adult. At which point, I sort of hope she gives us this big tell-all and dishes all the dirt about Scientology. But personally, Katie Holmes doesn't strike me as the kind of person to cause that much beef, especially because Suri's not an adult yet. So by the time she is, it's going to be years after the divorce and she probably just wants to move on with her life. But Katie, if you're listening to this, please give us what we're all hoping for. Give us a tell-all, spill the tea, come on the podcast, tell us all your drama. I'm begging you. As for the rumour about Tom Cruise recruiting a wife, I still haven't found any real definitive evidence that would stand up against the Church of Scientology, but there's a hell of a lot of people that have spoken out about it now, and personally, if I had to make a guess, I would say they probably did. Maybe it wasn't the way that we all assume with like an audition process, but I'm pretty sure the church had something to do with it. So that's the tea on Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes, and why the Church of Scientology is a really fucked up place. If you're keen to see the creepy video of Tom Cruise, um, the iconic photo of Nicole Kidman, and all the other fun stuff that Scientology probably doesn't want any of us to see. It will be in the Facebook group, which you can find in the link in the episode description. 
And you know what? While you're there, you should follow or subscribe depending on what the button says on wherever you're listening to podcasts. You should rate us. You should share with a friend. And I don't know, just open it on your loved one's phones and download it and make them listen too. Okay, bye!